Sometimes I feel. I don't know. I don't know. Buona giornata. Buona serata. Buona giornata. There's not really time to relax and take an espresso for Juventus. <laughs> you don't have to get a bad You don't have to get a bad Attaccare! Welcome back to the Euro Show for the final time tonight. Nick Dubano, Josh Parrish, and now we're joined by the third spoke of the wheel today, Oscar Rutherford, the stats man today. We'll call you the stats man for this. You've, you've, you've run all the permutations for the Champions League. You've done the formulas. Mm. We're curious to hear about the different scenarios right now because it's a big weekend, big week, midweek fixtures, obviously, being the final group stage match day. Um, what can you tell us about what, what we can expect heading into a really exciting two days of action? Yeah, I mean, as you say, lots of exciting games to look forward to across the different groups, particularly on a Thursday morning as opposed to Wednesday, because Wednesday really it's just the Group B. It's mm-hmm. Milan, Atletico and Porto battling it out. Obviously still a lot to do there. You know better than anyone about that, Nick. Uh, Milan with the challenge of beating Liverpool at San Siro. Um and, you know, it's, 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 it's fairly... Well, my, my theme that I've identified across these groups, because I've, I've identified a theme, I've gone above and beyond, oh, yes. is that the ball is in the Portuguese team's courts. Wow, okay, okay. The ball is in Porto's court, straight up, if they win, yep. they're through. Simple, simple, as, simple as they like it. Fairly reasonable, yeah. Mm-hmm. And are they home or away to Atletico? They're home to they're Atletico home, yeah. Madrid, and Atletico Madrid in pretty bad form as well, so... Mm. <laughs> we need a draw. <laughs> we need a draw. <laughs> <laughs> Porto, top of their league, home to a struggling Atletico side. Yep, just get get the three points in there through, simple as you like it. Of course, they've got a backup plan in the form of Milan Liverpool. Oh, oh Liverpool. 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 <laughs> Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Um, that, and, and so the, the, the theme that I've identified, the, the, where it extends to, though, of course, is to Benfica and, and they're in their group with Bayern and Barca. Barca on the edge of elimination for the mm. first time. Uh, from the group stage in, I think, 20 years, back when they, I think, lost out to... It was Milan and Leeds, I think. Oh, wow. So long ago was that well, such that, a time. That would have been Harry Kuehl and Mark Viduka's Leeds team. Yeah. I believe so, yeah. So it's been a while. It's been a while between drinks. Pep Guardiola was captain of the team. And again, for Benfica, simple. If they win, they... See, now, now, I, now I feel like I've mischaracterised. It's not quite true. They could win and still not progress. But mm-hmm. if they win... Odds are in their favour because then Barca would need to beat Bayern in Germany, which just doesn't seem particularly likely yeah. at this point in time. Still, Bayern already qualified. They might rotate the squad for that one. Five wins from five. I mean, beating Barcelona is always fun for Bayern Munich. Uh, we saw uh, at Camp Nou uh, very uh, memorably. But uh, look, if they do rotate the squad heavily, Bayern might, uh, Barcelona might be in with a chance of, of keeping their Champions League hopes alive. Yeah, it's, and it's a fair point, and it'll be interesting to see what Julian Nagelsmann does with that. But I think that you know Bayern are looking for the six from six. I think that playing Barca, I think that that's really important to them, that mm-hmm. they, they beat those kinds of teams and assert themselves as, as kind of comfortable in this competition. So I, I'd be surprised. Yeah, well, mate, mate yeah. I don't know. I'd be surprised if they played too weak of a team. I think sure. I think they want to win this game too. Um, yeah, but then other than that, I mean, what what I actually also wanted to talk about was a group that that hasn't really doesn't get a lot of the attention because none of the kind of Goliaths <laughs> yep. of of European football are in it, and that is Group G, mm. where it's still all to play for because all four of the teams can still finish it off. Everyone mm-hmm. can still ma- make it. Everyone can still get eliminated. So that being Lille on top on eight, uh, RB Salzburg on seven, uh, Sevilla on six, and Wolfsburg on five. 
really interesting matches. Lille playing Wolfsburg, uh, Salzburg are playing Sevilla. Anything could happen. Like, I, I yeah. cannot recommend it enough. Sounds, it's, it sounds like a really interesting group. Lots of fun stuff has been going on. It's really important for a team like Wolfsburg. We've already sacked a manager this season. It's important for Sevilla, who, you know, you see Real Madrid running away from them uh, in La Liga this season. It's important for Lille, who, who are struggling in Ligue 1 as well. So. Yeah, and if Papu Gomez is involved in any capacity, I'm suddenly interested. So, I mean, that Sevilla side is, is good to watch. Um, mm. I, I'd really like it if they got through. They've been unlucky, I think, a few draws that they should have turned into wins. I, they should be top of this group based on performances, I would argue. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, Sevilla are, are a very fun team, but that's a Lil. I oh, really, true. really like Lille. They, they are, well, also right. for the fact that they are kind of becoming Milan's little factory in a similar <laughs> way for Southampton to Liverpool. Um, but, I mean, they have a lot of talent, you know. Oh, Jose Font in that team, speaking yeah, of. Yeah, well, I mean, the next guy on the um, on the list, on the sort of the chain, is Renato Sanchez potentially to Milan um, at the end of the season. So I'll be keeping an eye on that one. But it's good to see. I mean, Lille... They they are playing quite. I mean, they've been actually no, they're nowhere near it in no. the league on this year. I mean, I'm thinking still of last season when they were just flying. But um, it's amazing how you get those situations sometimes. Teams struggling in the league but playing better in the Champions League. Look at Juventus for example. I mean, they've been bar that disappointing performance against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. They've been so much better in the Champions League than they have been in domestic football. So, mm. um, wouldn't it be something if Lille, who are 11th in in league one at the moment, were able to win this group? But I'll be definitely keeping an eye on that one on Thursday morning. And the other name from from Lille that we haven't mentioned is, is, is Jonathan David, the Canadian Oh, yes, striker. the Canadian forward, yep. Struggled quite a lot last season, took a while to hit his straps, but he's been absolutely killing it in Ligue 1 this season. So yeah. he, he's totally one to keep an eye on and, you know, whether that's from a Milan perspective or everyone I else. think everyone. But, I, I mean, Fiorentino have been linked with him yeah. recently. Uh, could that signal Dusan Vlahovic's departure? I think it's the uh, it's the plan. It's the succession so it's the plan. plan. Because also as well... Insert they're get... succession theme from HBO yes. here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for cool. I will finish it. Um, but, I mean, with Vlavic going, they're going to get that massive sum of, sum of money coming in. David, that's that's coming straight for, I reckon, to Lil to get him across. In terms of some of the other games, just to quickly run through, I mean, the biggest, the other big one as well is in Group F. Um, Villarreal and Atalanta. I mean, the winner of that as well. Win and you're in for Villarreal. They can get a point and go in. Um, I believe that game's in Bergamo? That is correct, yes. Yeah, so that's going to be another game to keep an eye on. We're talking about how good Atalanta have been recently. Their Champions League form, though, in the last three hasn't really matched. They've been unlucky not to win a couple of those games, especially against Manchester United at home. But it's going to be interesting to see that one on uh, Thursday as well. I think it's really important for Unai Emery as well because Villarreal aren't having having a good time in the league no. at all. So their Champions League run, I think, is really important for them. Whilst for Atalanta, they're still well and truly in the Serie A yep. title race. So was it a barn burner of a game last time they played each other as well? Two two uh, in, in Spain, Spain yep. and uh, Francis Coquelin got a red card. <laughs> you know, there was just they were just trading goals backwards and forwards. At- Atalanta was ahead, two goals mm. from Villarreal, and then Gosens equalised. I don't think Unai Emery is going to want the game to get as stretched as it did chaotic, yeah. in in uh, in the first match day. So I would suspect he'll try and keep things tight. Obviously, Atalanta needing a win will be going mm. all guns blazing, all out attack. The only way Gasparini really knows how to play. Yeah, I think for me though, uh, if we're going to pick games, we're all looking forward to. Uh, this is going to be a cracker. I mean, if we're going to talk about that Milan-Liverpool game, there is a lot on the line in this one. Sun City match day six. Remember the first game back at Anfield in match day one where. Milan hit him with the one-two punch before halftime when they should have probably been down by three or four um, and took the lead. Liverpool ended up winning in the second half. They were too good on the day. But this is an interesting one 
because Liverpool are in this situation right now, similar to Bayern Munich, where they've won every game, they've they're comfortably clear of everyone else, mm. but they are a team knowing Jurgen Klopp is he probably won't go full hammer and tong heavy mm. eleven plays in eleven plays out. But there's if we had a look at what they did against Porto in at Anfield, there will be some rotation. Um, I'd expect to see Canate play this one. Yep. Probably, probably Minamino will probably yep. play. Uh, I, I can imagine what three or four changes. I think so. Side. I wouldn't be surprised if Alex Oxlade Chamberlain starts. Maybe Divock Origi yep. as well. Um, I think this is going to be a really interesting game because, as we spoke about with Milan, similar situation to Napoli. Do you go all out and you think about what's coming with the Serie A title race and losing players uh, in January to AFCON? I think that Milan will give themselves every chance to win this, but unfortunately for them, as you did mention, it's out of their control. They need to hope for something to happen in Porto, but it's amazing how they've been able to stay in it. I mean, they were f- minutes away from elimination against Atleti and then out of all players, you know, Junior Messias is the hero. Um, so it's going to be a really fun game. I mean, Sun City is going to be pumping. I think they've already sold out all – I think that they're at 75% capacity, so it'll, be, it'll probably be about 60,000 seats full to the brim at the Sun City, and we know those magical Sun City nights in the past. I think it's time to recapture that, that energy and that emotion – and uh, the thought of it for me is quite exciting. Milan beating Liverpool at the sunset or booking their place in the next round. I couldn't think of anything better. It's a stop, shame that we're not looking at actually rubbing your hands. Um, Oscar, <laughs> do you have a prediction for this group? I tend to think that Milan will win, but Porto will also win and consign them to the <laughs> to Europa, Europa League. League. Which is even worse than finishing fourth. <laughs> a fate worse than death. <laughs> I prefer the much less dramatic form, which is that Liverpool at least get a draw and then Porto don't win either. It's two draws and then Could you Porto, imagine that? Porto, Porto scrape draw. home. Do you imagine something it's like, boring. you know, Porto's up 1-0, Milan's up 1-0, yeah. and then Porto, you know, cop an equaliser, but then Milan cop an equaliser yeah. in the last I think my heart will fall out yeah. of its chest. I think it will literally be like that, uh, that Simpsons episode where Bart literally <laughs> gets his heart wrenched out of his chest. Um, but, you know, that's sport. That's sport for us. That, that, that's what happened. So I think I want, speaking of the Simpsons, a, a Nick uh, Heart Health cam that morning just to, yeah, with, <laughs> like, like when Homer yeah. gets fired. Yeah, and look, to be honest, I'll, I, I will be at work that morning and um, I'm going to have it up on the, on the not on the big telly, but on the laptop. Mm. Um, and I tell you what, if Milan are able to somehow get through, considering they didn't have a single point from their first three games, only one point going into that game at the Wanda Metropolitano, it's an amazing turnaround, um, and it's an amazing turnaround for Milan, who a club of their stature, just putting it bluntly, they belong in the round of 16 of the UEFA Champions League. Can I ask you one thing? Mm-hmm. What has happened to your boy, Deserbi, at Shakhtar Donetsk? Uh, they are bottom of been, the group behind Sheriff, one point yeah. from five games. To be honest, you, I'm you shocked. You linked him with the Manchester United Mate, job a couple telling of weeks ya, ago. I'm telling you, you know, just the magic hasn't rubbed off just yet. Mm. But hey, give it time. I mean, look, this that, this group has been very weird. Let, let's let's put it bluntly. This sure. has been a strange group. Like Sheriff <laughs> beat Madrid at the start. I, I would suggest, yeah. you know, KGB involvement in this one. Because Sheriff is owned mm. by a former KGB yeah, agent. That's yeah, all yeah. I was saying. I mean, yeah. now now my sudden you know excitement for Sheriff throughout this group stage has started to wane very quickly. <laughs> but um, Shakhtar, I mean, look, they haven't had it going their own way. I believe in the league. I'm just going to double check this. Equal they top. are absolutely yeah, equal top. They've only lost <laughs> once. But again, it's that it's this weird thing. As we said, there are teams in the league that are doing terribly, mm. but are doing well in the Champions League. We got these teams that are doing so well in the league, but it's not translating. I, 
I don't know what's going on there. And I wonder how that affects how they play. Like, if you've yeah. got everything kind of riding on this, if you're a Lille, if you're a, an Atletico, if you're one of these teams, then does that give you that that extra Fair something? There's yeah. too much riding on this. But, yeah. but also as well, like, I think the one thing you've got to remember is if Shakhtar's eggs are in the basket of winning the league this season in Ukraine, then, Changing like, things you up know, a bit, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, maybe for them Champions League isn't a priority. They know they'll just qualify again next mm. year. I mean... To them, they're probably fist-pumping, thinking, yay, we can win this game, but we don't have to go to the Europa League. How good is that? He's found a way like, to make Deserby look all right again, hasn't he? I'll tell you what, though. Do you, like, honest opinion. I, th- like, I, think, he, I think he's Deserby's agent. <laughs> I, I, you know, probably. It was um, part of the plan. The I mean, do, you, do you guys think, like, honestly, am I, am I nuts in thinking that finishing third in the Champions League group stage is literally, like, being consigned to, like, you know... Purgatory. It's, like, it's literally been stuck. Yeah, it is purgatory. You're stuck in limbo. It's like, we don't want to be in the Europa League, but we have to do it anyway. What if you're uh, Sevilla? I think everyone else hopes Sevilla uh, don't finish third. I mean, if you're in the Europa League and you actually have ambitions well, of winning it, like, oh, my God, say Sevilla, you are like, uh-oh, here we go again, deja vu. <laughs> it would be the same if Shakhtar Donetsk went to the Europa League because they're always in the latter stages of that too. They're probably just like, stuff it. I want to just play club football, mm. man. I don't want to go around. I, I think this used league. to be the case, but now that the Conference League exists... Which uh, is even is, more. <laughs> that, that is that is obscuring. That is I think, Azkaban. I, I think you, the Europa League is, you know, uh, limos and Learjets compared to the Conference League. The, confer- anyway. the Conference League is Azkaban. Or it's very Spursy. Oh, it's deeply, yeah. deeply Spursy. Do, do you guys think that Tottenham are like just the, they made it for Tottenham to make them feel better? Like <laughs> oh, because the European Super League fell you know, through. You know what? I reckon they made it specifically for the two North London teams, for Tottenham and for Arsenal to be excited mm. about something, just to give them a little bit. You're playing in Europe, but you're I, playing in the Conference League. Yeah, it is the Conference. All right. Before we go, for us to go. Well, who's in pole position to win this thing? Who will you be most impressed oh. with across the group stage? Because for me, it's Ajax. They've been amazing. Box office, man. Sebastian Allaire, the goal machine. Hey, I'd say to your Hammers fans out there, you know, you lost faith with him. Don't do the same with Nikola Vlasic because I'll tell you what, this man is a baller. Um, and it goes to show that, hey, if you're a flop in the – well, actually, no, no. If you don't perform in the Premier League, you're not a bad player. You can actually perform outside of the Premier League and still be a good player. Yeah, I, look, they'll probably go out in the round of 16 yeah. now that we've said that, but uh, I, amazing group stage. I think for me, uh, Liverpool or Bayern Munich. I know it's not the question that you asked, but I just wanted to give a shout-out to Sheriff Tiraspol for, for, their, <laughs> for their run because I've really enjoyed reading about them yep. and learning about what they've done you know, from, from a disputed mm-hmm. territory and whatnot. It's really Absolutely. exciting being I, Madrid. I love in their home games, you get that distinctly kind of Iron Curtain feel, like that the broadcast is a little bit fuzzy, yeah. the camera <laughs> angle's a bit off. You know, it, look, it seems like you've gone back in time 20 or 30 years yeah. when you watch a Sheriff Tiraspol game and, you know, uh, it's and hey, read up on on the on the history of Transnistria, and you'll find that's yeah. not even that far away from the truth. It's crazy. You know? <laughs> it's unbelievable. So who who do you go on with? Oh! As, as anyone, you got to pick some. Be bold. Uh, uh, Bayern are good. Bayern, yeah. Bayern, Bayern are very. So we're all going Bayern here. No one else, not even a smoky. I, I said Ajax, but uh, is that your smoky to, to another, win the whole another, thing? Another run. I think I think it would be fun to see Ajax like get to the semi-finals again and uh, hopefully not lose to Spurs in heartbreaking fashion. Oh, not that's... that again. I'd That's say watch out for Porto when they get through their group. Because... Um, yeah. Cause, okay. They've been good. I mean, you know, you beat Milan and Atleti. That's a, that's a good outcome. Yeah. Not many would have tipped that. Um, in terms of the other team that I think I would not be surprised just based off how weird this Champions League and this season has been, Juventus would <laughs> not surprise me. At the one year, they're really bad. Yeah. 
they go deep in the Champions League and they potentially... Imagine if they broke the curse of this, this year. This season, Allegri wins it, mate. The, the bona giornata he will give if he gets the... <laughs> no, that's, not going, to be the, that's like, not going to be the narrative. It's going to be the fact that Ronaldo was an anchor around yeah. their necks. And you know what? Vindication. <laughs> um, and also, the other team actually to look out for that I reckon will, that they've now broken their group stage curse, Inter. Mm. They have been very good, and I'd be curious to see how they balance it now between Champions League and Serie A. I think they're going to get a nightmare draw in the round of 16. They'll they'll end up playing Bayern and go out. Oh, I don't know about that one, Josh. Finishing second, it's never a good good result. Anyways, I think that's time for us to wrap up. But actually, before we go, they could still win the group. They could, but they won't. Oh, I don't know, Josh. They I don't won't. know. You've got to give Simone Inzaghi some more credit. At, um, at the Bernabeu with Madrid in this form, not, not the a Bernabeu chance. now. It's the other ground. Oh, is it the... Uh, it's being renovated. It's the oh. other Santi... It's, they're not playing at the Bernabeu. They're playing at a different stadium. I think they, they went back pretty recently. Did they? Because they've still got the big tops. You thought they were playing uh, at the... Uh, the training ground. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, they're back at the Bernabeu now. Yeah. But they've still got the big tops. Yeah, there are they? tarps. According to Google, they're is, playing at the Bernabeu. No, they definitely it, are. There, it, there are tarps are they on the bottom level. playing against, like, you know, this is real A-League last season areas when yeah. the tarps are... If, there's a, is, if they're at the Bernabeu, but there's not, not, not full stands, no, no mm. fans in the stands, are they really... Here after all. Well, maybe not. That's no, like a tree falling in a forest. <laughs> yeah. um, anyways, it's time for us to say goodbye here on the Euro Show here on FNR Football Nation Radio. We're going to change time slot again next week. Oh, no. Um, we'll communicate that very, very soon over our social channels at FNR underscore radio on Twitter and also on Facebook as well, Football FNR Football Nation Radio. Nick Devine here, Oscar Rutherford, thank you very much for joining us here today. Thank um, you. No, thank you for bringing us all the permutations. Oh. Let's hope that... Maybe we get some tips going your way. Maybe the will the Portuguese factor come true. Mm. Stay tuned on Wednesday yeah. and Thursday. Going to be very interesting. Mm. But Josh, as well, thank you very much. And uh, tomorrow, the guys are back. Yeah, we'll be back six and seven p.m. for the Oz Football Hour and Radio Dub. And unlike this show, we don't change the time. So, no, same no. time every week. And there's a lot to talk about. Will victory storm the league oh, uh, in, the women's, in the women's? Oh, he changed. But the there's a big swing. injury. There's a big injury on week yes, one, which is yes. absolutely heartbreaking. We'll get into that tomorrow on Radio Dub. Make sure you tune in. Sometimes I feel, I don't know. I don't know. Buona giornata. Buona serata. Buona giornata. There's not really time to relax and take an espresso for Juventus. <laughs> Don't have a gun at that, did you? You don't have a gun at that, did you? Attaccare!